Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Cosmos, Cosmos Space-Time Odyssey, and Cosmos Possible Worlds. Cosmos Possible Worlds, Episode 8, titled, The Sacrifice of Cassini. Okay, so, I have mixed feelings about this episode, because, on the one hand, this very much has the same core issue that I had earlier this week with Cosmic Connectome, where it feels... Less like an episode of Possible Worlds, and more like a rejected episode of Space-Time Odyssey. Uh, It doesn't really mesh with the core of the show, the thing that makes this show so different and stand out so much in the Greater Cosmos franchise, of just sort of using the science of the past and present to informally speculate on the future, to chart the course of the future. Just looking forward instead of in front of us and back. It feels like it's not really fitting into that overall ethos. And it feels very structurally regressive in that way. The only bit in this entire episode that really justifies its existence outside of Space Time Odyssey uh, is the bit of Cassini, the probe. Committing suicide, essentially. uh, Because that happened between the two Cosmos shows. But even then. Even then. Like, we already had a bit in this season. In this series. In Possible Worlds. Talking about NASA's category system. And uh, how certain probes would have to kill themselves. Because uh, they don't want to contaminate worlds that might have life on them, uh, and so on and so forth. So really, like, it's just repetition of what has already come. Like, they don't really demonstrate anything new there. So this really feels like it just should have been a part of Space Time Odyssey. It really feels like it's just a rejected Space Time Odyssey episode rather than a Possible Worlds episode. That being said, 
unlike Cosmic Connectome, which was trash, this episode actually has some good bits. This episode actually has some really good segments, and it is very, very interesting, and it is very well laid out. It is very compelling. Uh, we learned a lot about rings around planets, a lot about ring systems, how rings come about, uh, how we learned about rings, what rings are made of, like, everything you could possibly want to know about the rings of various worlds in our solar system and beyond. Uh, we have a great bit about the Roche limit, uh, how close a interstellar object can get before grav- uh, to a planet before, uh, gravity breaks it apart and it just becomes a ring. Like, how close a moon can get to Earth, let's say, before it breaks apart and becomes a ring around our planet. Uh, and, and that, and those are really fantastic bits, and all of that information is very, very fascinating. Uh, we talk about the story of Giovanni Cassini, Giovanni Cassini. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson tells his story, and it's well done, and all of it is interesting. Uh, that is a really, really solid story that he tells. Uh, the highlight of this episode, 100%, is uh, Sergei. Uh, they tell his story about how he sort of devised a method of traveling to the moon in the trenches of World War I, uh, how he struggled his entire life uh, in Russia and the Soviet Union, uh, and was constantly persecuted, constantly uh, screwed over by Russian systems. Uh, he was forced to fight in the counter-revolution, and the Soviet Union labeled him an enemy of the people. He had to change his name because of that. And then, after taking an engineering job that he did successfully, exactly as it was laid out to him, he was arrested for sabotage for no apparent reason. Uh, and... Uh, sent into a work camp where scientists and engineers just labored on uh, the Soviet Union's most ambitious projects. Uh, and they tell his story, and it's super compelling, super well done, uh, very well told. That is by far the highlight of the episode. Uh, and we get into the exploration of Saturn. We get into stuff we've learned about Saturn, the observations that have been made about Saturn over the years. Uh, we look at Titan, the moon of Titan, that is uh, the closest object in our solar system to Earth, that is, like, very much has an atmosphere and very much have features reminiscent of our world. So we t spend a brief bit of time on that. Uh, Carl Sagan's speculations of what the surface of Titan looks like end up being proven right, uh, insanely enough. And... Like, there's there's just so many fascinating and compelling bits in this episode. The problem is, just, like, structurally speaking, there's no reason none of this could have been in Space-Time Odyssey. There's no reason any of this couldn't have been seen in Space-Time Odyssey. There's no reason this could have been an episode... This couldn't have been an episode there. Like, this, as its own thing, as a thing in part of Possible Worlds... It just doesn't really work in this particular series, uh, as well as it would have in that first Tyson Cosmos. Uh, but it it's fine. It's fine. I don't hate it the way I hated Cosmic Connectome, but I don't know. I just... 
do we really need this in a show that is at its best when it's looking towards the future? That literally the entire point of it is to look towards the future uh, using the science of the past and present? Did this episode really... Did this episode... This is, blah, 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 I can't talk. Did this episode really strengthen that? Did, did this episode really strengthen that? I think the answer is no. Personally. Uh, but, hey, we still have, like, five episodes left, so let's go nuts. Uh, we got five more episodes, and then Cosmos is done forever, and we'll never talk about it again. Yay! If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to uh, the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Cosmos Possible Worlds Episode 9. Talk to you then.